How many of you in here think you deserve to be happy? No, you don't. Happiness isn't an entitlement, is it? The Constitution doesn't tell us we have the right to be happy. It tells us we have the right to what? Go after it. None of us deserve to be happy, but we have the right to figure out how to make it happen for us. That's Connie Podesta, and this is The Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to change your relationship with depression. I'm your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Monday. As always, I hope you had an amazing weekend. And I just want to say thanks for joining me today. Really appreciate it. And with that said, let's jump right into this week's topic, which is all about how we can be happier. Just cultivating more happiness in our day to day. And we have a new featured speaker making her first appearance on the show to share her insight on how we can begin to do that right now. Here's Connie Podesta. Enjoy. So two years ago, I interviewed about 500 parents and I say, what do you want for your kids? I only got one answer. They want their kids to be what? Happy. Happy more than respectful. Happy more than hardworking happy more than compassionate? As your therapist today, can I tell you this? I've learned in 30 years of doing family counseling. You cannot make another human being happy. But what you can do, you can do two things if you want your kids to be happy. Number one, you have to be happy. Our children don't learn happy and they really don't learn values. They they witness these things, don't they? We can't teach them. They witness them. They watch them. They learn their values. They figure out how to be happy. They learn what's right and wrong from being in the constant presence of people who live those values, who live that happiness, who model those things. So we can't make our kids happy. We can't teach them how to be happy. But number one, you need to be happy. You know, sometimes I would have family counseling and the parents would go and I would just be talking to the kids and I would say to the kids, this was always one of my number one questions because I wanted to see how this family unit was working. And I would say to the children, are your parents happy? Tell me what makes your parents happy. When are your parents the happiest? And I'm going to tell you how many kids can't even answer that question. We interviewed a thousand kids, students and kids and said, Think of your teachers and think of your parents and give me two words to describe them. And the top two words that were given over 78% of the time were tired and angry. They think their parents and teachers are tired all the time and pretty well angry. Ladies and gentlemen, we can't teach happiness when they see us as tired and angry. You and I have to start living and it's hard. It's hard to live it. Sometimes people email me and they say, Connie, well, if I were like you, you know, I'd be happy too. But see, you only see me on stage. I go through the same things you do. 
Three weeks ago, my husband and I are sitting in our family room. I got my kitty cat on my lap. My granddaughter's in the couch next to me. All of a sudden, my husband jumps up. He looks in the skylight. He sees flames. He yells, the house is on fire. We got out, thankfully. But everything, everything is gone. Everything. Somebody said to me today, kind, this is a jacket you wore on Wednesday, and it is. I only got one and I got three skirts, so you're seeing one of three outfits, haven't had time to shop. Everything is gone. Now, let me ask you this. Do I have a right to be angry about this? Do I have a right to feel sad about this? Okay, I do. But here I'm going to be your brain right now. If you want to be happier, it has to be a choice. How many of you in here think you deserve to be happy? No, you don't. Happiness isn't an entitlement, is it? The Constitution doesn't tell us we have the right to be happy. It tells us we have the right to what? Go after it. None of us deserve to be happy, but we have the right to figure out how to make it happen for us. We have that right. Here's how your brain works. The two most devastating emotions in the world are anger, resentment, bitterness, and sadness, depression. Those are the two. Anger, bitterness, sadness, depression. And let me tell you, if you choose either of those, and I say choice, if you choose to react to what life throws to you with either one of those, here's what happens to your bodies. Our brains are amazing. Our brains want to release hormones and chemicals and oils. You know the secret to that. Our brains want us to be happy. But when we are angry and mad and bitter and resentful and revengeful, or when we're sad and depressed and overwhelmed and can't believe it happened to us, when we choose either of those directions, we paralyze our brain. Our brain can't do anything positive. Our brain is so busy trying to keep our heart pumping and our pancreas moving and our liver and our stomach, we're not going to have any serotonin, we're not going to have any good chemicals, we're not going to have anything. Our brain is so busy trying to keep our body alive, dealing with the two most destructive, devastating emotions they are, sadness and anger. So I knew this. As I'm standing out holding my husband's hand and we're watching everything go, I knew. And some of you in here, you are angry. Some of you in here are sad about things that happened to your life. But if that's the choice you continue to make, it's never going to get better. Never going to get better. We stood there in that line and we watched that house burn and we held hands and we made a vow to ourselves right then. We won't go either one of those directions. We can't afford to. I got to build a business back up. We have to figure out what to do. We have to rebuild a new house. We have to have a new future. We have to have a new life. And if we allow our, and do we, we have the right, some of you in here, you're justifying it. We always justify why we're angry. That should not have happened to us. That is not fair. And we justify why we're sad. Nobody should have had it this, and you are so right in your justification, but let me tell you, right or wrong, if you want to move out of that and you want to feel happiness again, you have to choose it. On that lawn that night, we chose happiness. 
big thanks to Connie Podesta for stopping by and reminding us that happiness is a choice. More importantly, happiness is our choice. We can choose to be happy no matter the circumstance. And this clip reminds me a little bit of a great talk that we had. I think it was episode 41. I'm pretty sure it is by Lizzie Valesquez. And that one is worth checking out if you want to go back and uh, listen to that one. And again, big thanks for Connie for stopping by. You can connect with her by visiting her website, ConniePodesta.com. And you can follow her on Instagram at the same Connie Podesta, spelled P-O-D-E-S-T-A. And check out her latest book entitled, Life Would Be Easy If It Weren't For Other People. (laughs) Everything I mentioned, along with the link to the entire talk, along with all the links to connect with Connie will be in the show description. And when you get a chance, please follow the show on Spotify podcast, share it or subscribe on your favorite podcast player app. And I will see you back here Wednesday where we have a new featured speaker making her debut on the show to continue with our topic of the week and letting us know the five people you need the most in order to be happy. So until then, stay strong. Later.